Baseball is back. It's exciting. And so is talking to all of you on recording this on a Tuesday, April 4th, 2023, for those who are listening years from now. And it's close to 70 degrees, which is nice. I'm Mike Antonellis, host of the podcast Behind the Mic. Make sure to follow me on all of my social media channels. And, uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're trying to get as many likes and followers as we can. Which I, I'm going to divert, which I always do. It does make me laugh, in a way, at how many people are up in arms about potential cost to Twitter to be verified. And it, it's amazing how much that means to people. That blue check mark. I could care less. What does it really mean to you? So so you're verified on Twitter. Okay. Whatever. I don't know. It's interesting. Status. Oh man, we're we're in the status era, which is, is fine. I get it. I got a few few cool things to announce. Um, I did get some camera time in the Karen Knightley movie, Boston Strangler. I'm working as a background actor. I have done three movies, Boston Strangler, um, a tennis movie with Zendaya, and I recently worked on set, two overnight shoots here in Boston on the Matt Damon Instigators movie. With Casey Affleck, Matt, Matt uh, and Casey, and then Ben Affleck is producing it. And the two nights I was there, there were two superstars on set, but I can't tell you who they were. One was a uh, pretty cool superhero a few years back, but I got to I got to keep that a secret. So, and then if you watch the latest Law and Order, Lime Chaser. You can see me in the background for three seconds. It's pretty cool. I'll take it. So that's something I'm pursuing. I've taken an acting class. I'm learning more about it. and um, But I'm loving baseball. And before I get into the big topic today, rule changes are good. I've... I've uh, Recently started my 27th year in baseball, the Worcester Red Sox, and one of the radio and TV broadcasters. We played a three-game series to start the year. We won two of three. Got to work with Jay Burnham, Jim Kane, Tyler Murray, Cooper Boardman, Bill Wanless, guys I love. And I don't know what it is. You know, I used to think maybe that the older I got, would I still have the passion for it? And I, I think that's just based on loving something. But I feel like right now, I love baseball just as much as I did 43 years ago when I fell in love with it. And just loving the new rules, the pace, but just enjoy being on the radio, being on TV, talking the game, watching the game, working with my friends. It's just, it's an incredibly blessed life that I've had. And even though I'm not doing it full time, doesn't matter. I have a really, really blessed situation that I am working and doing the things that I'm doing. And I and I don't ever take it for granted. 
I think I, I even more and more it means much to me as much to me as it does going years back. I got a cold too, so or a legit cold. I'm not I'm not crying. I, I do have a cold, but I definitely wanted to get this episode out because we're um in between homestands and and wanna talk to all of you and, and get your feedback as well on some of the things. You know, uh I look at things differently i think which is fine which is something i do like about myself that i have that perspective the the jerry seinfeld noticing things humans are interesting sports fans are even more interesting i grew up with a rotary phone one. that was my phone number 881 I won't give the rest. 508-881, blah, 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 blah. Took forever. Those phones were ugly. Heavy. What happened? We changed them. We went cordless. We went smaller, sleeker. You could have them all over the house. Then we came up with these cell phones. I just got an iPhone 14. I went from an 8 to a 14. I'm in awe of this phone still. I can't believe how amazing this phone is. I don't want to go back to those things. And think about this with the phone. Now, I got a discount on this phone because the carrier that I worked through was offering a deal. I've been with this company for a long time. So I didn't pay much for the phone. I don't pay much for the service. I pay 30 bucks a month for my cell phone bill, and I think you guys should be doing that too. Stop paying 85 to 100 But think about this for a minute. Those awful-looking phones back in the day were cheap, right? I mean, you had those phones all over the house. You didn't pay much. Uh, I don't know how much people paid a month for their telephone bill. A lot of it was your local calls were free and then long distance. We had long distance providers and all that. But you didn't pay a, a ton. You're paying more for phones now. You're paying more for the monthly service, but... You're getting a computer too, right? With 5G and the internet and texting and all that stuff. Computers have gotten more expensive, way more elaborate, way more easier. I'm sitting to you, uh, sitting, talking to you into a mic and a mic stand into a gaming computer recording on free software, things I could not do years ago. Video games, do we even want to go there? MLB The Show, which you all know I'm a huge, huge backer of. Those games, as much as the Nintendo was amazing and I bought it when I was a freshman in high school, oh man, everything now is way better. Yet when it comes to sports, we are so overprotective of it. I read these articles about the nerds are taking over with numbers. Guys, Gals, I would run to the paper in the Globe in the morning to look at numbers, box scores. I love numbers. I played board games, computer games. I, I wanted to see what the statistics were. We always love statistics. We have more of them now. Is that a bad thing? I don't think so. We have the technology to produce it. That's a result of why we have more numbers exit velocity, and so many things in sports because the technology has changed. And the younger people that are coming up, watching the game, 
They like it. There's this fight between older people and younger people about this when there doesn't have to be. It's okay not to love every aspect of it, but dismiss all of it, say it's for dorks and nerds and all that, I, I think it's a little over the top and a little unnecessary. I consider myself very progressive for 49 years old, and I'm always open to looking at these things. And now, with the stat service that we have, broadcasters, people that work in the game, we are privileged to what we call a stats portal that is only allowed for us. Now, at the AAA level, our stats portal is identical to the big leagues. Every single play in our game, you can watch the video of it. But not only that, every single play and pitch has an analytic a number attached to it. Is some of it not useful? Of course. But I can now see pop times for catchers. I can see how hard infielders throw to first. I could see how hard guys run down the line. There are really some cool things that if you open your mind to it, it doesn't matter if you're older. I think there's a resistance now because there's a new age and there's the Heimbloom and the A's and their ways, and everyone's using analytics, guys. It's not just the A's and Rays. That's fabricated. The Yankees and Red Sox have done it for years before. Don't be so dismissive of everything. Actually, You actually might like some of this stuff. And I do, and I think Major League Baseball has done a great job with all that. The MLB TV change, with that MILB TV is incorporated in it. Those who know me, I have been barking at this probably 10, 11 years, that we should all be under one umbrella. It made no sense to separate that. Well, now that MLB is in charge, they're taking a lot of things in-house. And I mean, they're in charge of the minor leagues. Believe it or not, there was a time when the minor leagues were different. They They had a minor league office in Florida. They close that up, and they're doing everything on their own, which I do like. Rule changes. So many dismissive of the clock. You all exaggerate so much. I don't know why when that game ended in spring training, it was a Red Sox game, it ended on a, on a violation, and everyone got so mad. I never saw anybody care about how a spring training game ended. But... We wanted to use that situation to exaggerate and fabricate what we think is going to happen. And if you use basic common sense, and you talk to any of us that worked in AAA last year, we would tell you this, all of us in the minors. The clock was an issue the first week. All the players had violations, and then they slowly got acclimated to it. You're seeing it in the big leagues. What if Game 7 of the World Series ends? It's not going to. Well, how do you know? I have a pretty good feeling it won't. And if guys can't figure it out by then, so be it. We have to understand something, too. And I don't... Listen, I think the players have been less complaining than some fans and maybe some media and some ex-players. The ex-players, they don't like it at all. Sometimes you have to go with what the rules are. You don't like them? Then go play somewhere else. I don't have any sympathy right now for this. The game got to a point where it was the pace was awful. Not the time of game. The time of game was a result of that, but it was the pace. You understand what I'm saying here? It wasn't like the games 
were fast-paced games that just took over three hours. We sometimes had a ball put in play for six minutes without it happening. You can't have that. And now, and I saw this last year, as they started to watch the game with a better pace, I can never unsee this now. If we ever went back, and we're not going to, 10-9 games in the big leagues are taking just over three hours. There are games in the big leagues right now that have been played that would have gone over four. To have games go two-plus hours, 2.30, it's, we need that. And we have the technology for it. Our world is going to change all the time. And what I think happens is when you get older, you live in a, in a certain time that you get used to. And then it does dramatically change. You know, I think every 25, I don't know how many years, but I've seen a lot of dramatic changes in my lifetime. Really, the, the, I, you know, I, I, I remember the first video game system, the Atari and all that. That was a big deal. And then you see that industry change. The evolution of computers changed. But I kind of lived in the technological boom because I remember when the, the Apple IIcs, all of that stuff started to really take off. And I think now in sports, we're seeing it. And all of this is here to stay. And the next generation of people that are growing up with this, this is what they see. And it was the necessary changes that needed to happen. And I think they're terrific. I really do. And I think there's going to be, you know, there's a, it's a peace of mind for me. I, I'm sitting home on a Monday night, got home from my full-time job at Framingham State. By the time I got home, it's six, six-ish, I'm cooking, the game's at seven. But knowing, even with the game that I watched on Monday night, was 7-5, I believe, after three innings and one, one hour plus, there is still a peace of mind knowing, well, the game will still, even if there's runs, it's still going to go at a good pace because of the clocks, and there's a peace of mind there. As much as I love baseball, and I get a lot of fans say, hey, when I go to a game, I don't care how long it is. Okay. But many of you aren't diehards, and there's nothing wrong with having a sport that wants a better pace. And I, I really believe Major League Baseball has done a terrific job with everything they've done. That's going to be the episode. Rule changes are good. I hope all of you are good. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at the Radio Mike, Antonellis.michael at gmail.com. You can find me everywhere Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, you name it. Any inquiries, you let me know. Stay good. Peace and love.